All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming in rapidly to the end of the collegiate season. In fact, we have one more match in CEA Siege. But before we get into who's in that match and who's in the playoffs for the other two leagues, CRSL and CR6, my co-host Syntax and I are back. Welcome, Syntax. How are you doing? Good, good. It's been a uh, pretty big week for me. Yeah, life life achievements, achievement unlocked. You are now adulting. I am now adulting. You are now doing the most expensive adulting you will ever do. I hope. I, I couldn't imagine handling more. Yeah, I think this would be the most expensive thing that I've done. Uh, buying a house has uh, definitely been uh, not just uh, expensive, but also kind of stressful. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you did all of this online, right? Or like you did like a basic viewing? Um, no, like I went down. I like I went down to the place and um, I like I looked at some some different models and stuff and, you know, decided which floor plan I wanted. And then we're going to go through and decide like um, like today we picked out like um, the different brick type of brick we wanted, the type of mortar, which is like the stuff in between the bricks. Uh, the 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 stones that are going to be on the front walkway, uh, the color of the stones, color the, the color of the side of the house, color of the garage, color of the trim. Um, you know, and then I just get go this, through. I get this What's funny that? image of you as an Animal Crossing character, like going around customizing your island, and it's just it's this posh looking brick house and everything, and it's just little little chibi Animal Crossing syntax going around. <laughs> Playing house, decorating everything. Pretty much, I was like, <laughs> I, you know, like uh, uh, they they showed us like there's like these little cardboard cutouts with like types of brick on it, and I was like, do you guys have like pictures of like what these look like on a house? Because um, uh, my, my my imagination sucks, and like you know, like if <laughs> if this brick looks ugly right here to me, it could look really good on a house, and I have no idea. I was like, I'm gonna need some visuals here, you know. And he's like, well, uh, we don't really have any visuals. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to let the wife handle this because I, I'm i going to pick out something uh, that's not going to be good. But I did save the day because uh, we were about to have a green garage. And I was like, Ooh, what boy. do you do? Yeah, she was like, oh, we're going to have all this. And, and then this is the color of the garage. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait a second. You're telling wait. me you want, a, you want a green garage. I was like, okay, when was the last time you saw a green garage? She's like, well, you know, like, I don't know. I was like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nobody Yo. has a green garage because... It's fucking ugly. She's like, well, you know, it'd be unique. I was like, painting our painting our house bright pink would be unique, but does that make it look good? No, no, it does not. <laughs> so that was a close call. Close call. Close yeah. call. But uh, then we gotta go. We gotta go back and go. We gotta go meet with the builder again this weekend and start choosing out like kitchen counters and floors and backsplashes and. And uh, I'll just be sitting here fixtures. playing R6 and just getting all the goods. And you're just going to be like, ah, paint colors, tiles. Oh, man. But <laughs> we next. did buy at the right time because apparently yeah. because of all this stuff, 
um, the price of lumber is is going up. So if you are planning on building a house or buying a house, do it now because price of lumber is going up. Therefore, Mm. price of houses are going to go up because it's going to cost more to build them. So inside the track. There you go. Well, then, what we will kick off with this time, because Pro League is said and done until Ubisoft announces something for Season 12, and until rosters and other teams are announced for picking up one roster or another and seeing what happens with the Pro League situation, I imagine Ubisoft is maybe in a little bit of a uh, crisis mode, just figuring out who's going to pick up what rosters and how all of their plans have changed even more drastically than they announced at the Invitational. So there is plenty for them to be chewing on, and we'll just have to wait patiently for them. In the meantime, CEA Open League Playoffs. I got this working this time, so now folks can see the wonderful bracket that we have for CEA Open. Now this is everyone who was not none of the 16 teams that made it into the invitational league so this is another massive league i think it was like another 100 teams or so and so we got down to the what was it last 64 or something like that last 32 did they yeah 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 last 32 it looks like uh so we got now, this is going to be a lot of teams that we don't recognize, and I'm not going to recognize a lot of these acronyms, but for the teams who we do recognize from CR6 and CRSL who didn't make it into invite, they are trying to fight for an invite league spot this time around. So we've got York University, and I want to say that was Montana University, uh, Michigan Tech University, Florida Institute or International University, uh, Marquis Blue. Uh, that's I believe that is actually Marquis University, San Francisco University, uh, CU Boulder Black. They were not an invite league team, so you know they hmm. are in it to win it. Uh, CSULB. I think that honestly they're probably the only between FIU, CSULB, and CU Boulder Black. I think one of those three things will win it. One of those three teams will win it. I, I don't know much about York University, but they have the one, number one seed slot. So, and they've obviously participated against some really great teams. I mean, University of Texas Arlington fell to them and they beat, oh. uh, who is that? Uh, I forget who this was, but they were also like I looked at their previous matches. They were no slouches by any means, and when they lost the team, lost to a team, they weren't losing hard. So UDM or UDM was not just a slouch for York to walk over. So and then for Texas Tech University to lose to MU, like number one and eight going at it, that's going to be a fair fight. Four versus five, that's going to be another big one. When I think York versus CSULB or York versus CU Boulder Black, I'd still take Boulder Black over all over both of those teams. Uh, when I come down here, uh, this is just kind of a crapshoot. I don't know three of the four teams down here, and FIU has just never been um, bottom tier anyways. And for them to secure that sixth seed, they've followed through. Like... 
we look like the mm-hmm. fact that MTU Gold, 19 seed, just took out number three seed Charger Blue, University of Alabama Huntsville. Like this team has been crushing opponents left, right, and center. And I don't know who the hell MTU Gold is, but they just totally pulled the carpet out from underneath Charger Blue. So that's a huge upset. Absolutely monstrous upset. And MTU took out Boston. Boston University is one of the top teams in uh, CRSL, I believe. So they're like a number one seed in their division. I, I think I remember you talking about MTU last week. Yeah. Because uh, I remember looking I think, up the acronym. Was it? I think it was Michigan, Michigan Tech. Tech. Michigan, Michigan Tech. Tech. Yeah. Never heard of them until now. Or until like we started talking about them in this mm-hmm. open league. So, I mean, they've got some really good uh, competition here. And when I look, holy, <laughs> I just saw this. It's just really registering. SFU beat Grand Canyon University. The number two seed lost to the 18 seed. That's nuts. That is absolutely number two. Nuts. Number two lost to 18. Yeah. Grand Canyon University. And Purple is their um, A squad. That's their best team. Damn. That's insane. So, SFU, I'm going to have to do some notes on. Uh, just grab my handy dandy pen. SFU and MTU. All right. We've got some teams to follow up with, but like CSULB, CU Boulder Black, we know them. University of Central Florida, they haven't had the best time this season, so it's no surprise that they kind of fell to CSULB. Uh, CU Boulder Black, crushing UCR, don't know who they are, no surprise. Mm-hmm. SCE, again, not entirely familiar with them, so having that name... See you, Boulder Black, ride all the way through the quarterfinals. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, so, I mean, lots of great competition here and some bigger names that we're going to see next season for sure, just if they can keep up this movement and a level of upset between MTU, like the two and three seeds falling while we still have four, five, and six, and seven in it, and eight. So there's your two upsets. Otherwise, we have the top seeds from each quadrant qualifying to the quarterfinals. It's just MTU Gold and SFU that pull off the upsets. Otherwise, we would have had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8 in the final 8 slots. So that's kind of cool to look at. Next slide. Let's... Oh, well, it doesn't really matter because we already know the results. So let's switch back to us. Then the CEA Invite League finals, not the grand finals, the finals. We had Pennsylvania State University taking on uh, Arizona State University Maroon. Oh, this was the wild card round. My apologies. This was wild card. So uh, Pennsylvania uh, State beat ASU Maroon. And in the next round, they ended up losing to RIT 2-1. to one which means that RIT will, would play the winner of Akron and Carnegie Mellon. Well, since we're a little bit late getting this podcast out, I can actually tell you 
Akron won that series 2-0 and will play RIT in the final. So the two, the top two seeds in the open or in the invite league are your final, your grand finalists. And unfortunately, there's no announcement as to when that match is going to take place. So keep an eye on CEA underscore Siege on Twitter and on Twitch. Subscribe to both, follow them, and wait for that announcement of when that last match is going to happen because this is it for CEA Siege sometime this week. Uh, it could go as late as next Sunday, according to their calendar. But we also know that they are an accommodating group, so they may, they may be making accommodations in case there's player scheduling conflicts or if there's other conflicts going on with life in the world around us. So keep an mm. eye out on for that, but otherwise follow them on Twitch, follow them on Twitter, and you'll get that notification when that matchup is coming. So that's CEA until we have next week, which will basically be... Finals of the play of the playoffs altogether. They may have one more week for their open division, but I could also see it all wrapping up this week. Considering there's four, five, six, seven matches left, if they can get a couple of them together, you might see the end of the league this week. So pay attention there. Uh, CR six premiere at the end of phase two. We had five four and O teams. Grand Canyon University, UCF Black, so University of Central Florida, Simon Fraser University, Boston University, which I mentioned in the CEA Open League, which knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. Kind of crazy making to think about that. And then, of course, your champions, once again, Akron Zips. So we had the four of the or the five of them going into the playoffs undefeated. Uh when we start, uh, and so before that last week, I called out C, uh, CU Boulder Black versus Grand Canyon University. I thought that was going to be just a great match. And mm -hmm. what ended up happening? Grand Canyon University knocks them down a notch and wins against CU Boulder Black, making CU Boulder Black fall to a 3-1 and one into the playoffs. GCU made their big statement with their fall finish. So they're making a big statement after their fall finish. Like they didn't finish very well. I want to say like 12th overall. Um, and so with this win over CU Boulder Black, they were given the fifth seed into the playoffs. And their first match oh, was against um, University of Colorado, Colorado Spring, the 29th seed. So that win puts them five versus 29th. And so that's a huge advantage as to where CU Boulder Black fell to. They fell to ninth, and they played Nevada Esports, 25th. So 25th, 29th, not that big of a fall, 5th versus ninth. But as they continue on in that run, they're going to be fighting. Uh, they're going to be meeting a much more, assuming there's no upsets, of course, they're going to be playing a higher-ranked opponent next after this Nevada round if they win, but we have updates on the first round of the playoffs all the way through. We're just going to get through some of the juicy tidbits right now. So Akron had to play Clemson, the only three, the only non three and O team uh, in the last week of the playoffs. And we just said that was super unfortunate and random, unfortunately, even more so. But as you can tell, Akron two owed them 
With that loss, Clemson dropped to 36th and out of playoff contention. So they were knocked out because they lost to Akron in that fourth round. The difference? A little bit of team rating, but mostly a difference of four in their round differential to the 32nd placed team who made it into the playoffs. So just goes to show that every win and every loss really truly matters. And if you're going to lose, at least make it close because to lose by four rounds that could have been accumulated over the last four weeks. Yikes. That, I mean, with best of three sets being played each time, four rounds at maximum what uh was that 15 rounds a piece so four rounds and 45 total 10 percent of your rounds just cost you a playoff spot and a berth into continuing playing so that's going to be hitting those players hard for sure and hopefully they can rebound recoup and study up on how they lost yeah uh, University of Central Florida struck back against Wisconsin Red, winning 2-0, and not allowing this final matchup to be a repeat of last season's round of 16, where they did play each other, and Wisconsin Red won. UCF earned the third seed, and Wisconsin ends up dropping to 17th. Yikes. For the first playoff round, University of Central player, uh, Florida played... University of Texas San Antonio A squad 30th seed and 2 0 them. Wisconsin Red fought University of Louisiana Lafayette and lost 0 2. So we've got UCF continuing on and Wisconsin Red not able to find their way past a very equal opponent uh, as uh, Wisconsin Red was rated. Uh, 17th overall, so a 17th seed versus 16th seed, but lost straight up 2-0. So unfortunate, but thanks Wisconsin Red, that was a really competitive season that you had, and you turned my head to you. So I'm looking forward to see how you all continue this tradition of competition. Uh, some other highlights from the open division or the Premier League. Playoffs. Let's switch over to the brackets. Here we go. So Akron, so Akron zips 2 0'd Northeastern University. Not too much of a surprise there. Uh, first seed versus 32nd seed. That, that goes about the way that you expect it to. Uh, as I mentioned, University of Louisiana 2 0 in Wisconsin Red. CU Boulder Black 2 to one over Nevada Esports. Kind of surprising that they dropped a map to Nevada as CU Boulder Black is a very dominant team, usually when they're playing those top tier teams. So to see them drop one, wondering if they're trying to mix it up, trying new strategies that they might have come up with, seeing as a lot of people are probably watching their VODs. Uh, Kansas City or Kansas State University gold 2-0 over Marquette. And Marquette was uh, one of the teams in CEA's Open League that is still in the running. I believe they were eighth seed overall. So as you see, Akron versus Louisiana, I think we can tell how that's going to go. Uh, I would, and actually, Syntax, we need to be making our picks. So okay. before I give anything away, I'm just going to say I'm going with Akron over uh, Louisiana. 
Okay. What do you think? Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll play devil's advocate and I'll, I'll, I'll go with Louisiana. Okay. Okay. Uh, CU Boulder Black or Kansas City or Kansas State. Sorry, I keep adding the city. I'm just too used to watching football. I'll, I'll go with Black. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely glad to see you, Boulder. I'm definitely there with you. Uh, Simon Frazier, 2-1 over New York Tech. New York Tech is one of those teams that seems like they have hot spots and where like they go on these win streaks, but they may not be against like the best players or the best teams. And so, I mean, that's how you get to 30th overall out of, what was it, 140 teams in this, in this season of CR6? And I mean, mm-hmm. 30th, the top top 25 percent like you're a good team you're a solid team there's just minimal difference between you and the top so new york tech no slouch not at all took a map off of simon fraser there's your one key to say how close the top 10 teams are to even the top 30 teams so keep that in mind as we're going folks uh so then uga red university of georgia uh yeah university of georgia uh, versus Purdue, 13 seed, lot, losing to Purdue, losing to 20th seed, oh, to two, or two to nothing. Now, this is where we get into some choices. Like, UGA, again, competitive, always been there. While I've been covering CR6, always been there. Been kind of middle of the pack, but again, moving to that top 13 in CR6. To see them drop to Purdue just means that we have a really tight gap, I think, between... 11th and 20th i think that gap is pretty tight so i'm actually going to risk it i'm going to say purdue it's purdue versus who else simon fraser so simon fraser's um, fourth seed i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with fraser okay i think any sane person would Especially given the data that we have. It's just like, they keep winning. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, We've seen bigger upsets, so. Exactly. We have seen bigger upsets. And I mentioned Grand Canyon University was playing University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. I did not mention that GCU is the fifth seed and two to one them in that first round. And Mississippi State Esports, my boys... My guys, and this sucks because in that second round, well, first Mississippi State esports beat out the Golden Hurricanes. I have no idea what team that is, what school they're from. I'm sure I could find it up real quick. Golden Golden Hurricanes? I mean, it could be California. It could be Florida. I couldn't tell you. Hurricane sounds more like a Florida school. But Golden sounds like, oh, Tulsa. University Tulsa, of Tulsa. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah I just is. I just googled it. I guess they went with their mascot names. That makes sense. All right, so where were we? We were up here. So Golden Hurricanes 21 21 C loses to 12 12th. And now this is my heartbreaker match. Grand Canyon University 5th seed versus Mississippi State Esports. Two of my first ever esports podcast guests and now they are head-to-head in the game that i have been covering the most and i don't want to pick who are you picking 
What's Mississippi's <laughs> record right now? Mississippi, I believe they went three and one in phase two. GCU would have been four and zero, and Mississippi would have been three and one. Okay. And I believe Mississippi State. Uh, who did they lose to? I want to say that they. No, they didn't lose to Boulder Black. I forget who they lost to. It was another close one. I'm going to go with Mississippi. Okay. And I'm going to root for GCU. Just. They each need some love. I can't. I can't let either one of them go without support. So for variety's sake. Yep. And here we go. Here we go with our first major upset of the playoffs. Boston University having a hell of a time continuing their trend. Number two seed NCR six fails and falls to the thirty-first seed UDEM. U D E M. The same. Okay, now this is this this needs to be called out. Boston University lost in the first round of the playoffs. Who did they lose to in the first round of the playoffs in uh, CEA? Michigan Tech University, nineteenth seed. In U in um, CEA, UDEM, U D E M. They lost to York University, but they upset. Uh, so I mean, there was 17th seed overall in CEA Open. So 17th seed there, and 31st seed in CR6, and they've stomped the second seed. Just straight up stomped them, 2-0. Wow. And I I don't have the scores for Boston versus MTU in the Open League, uh, for CEA, but the fact is Boston has choked in their playoffs now. They, they could have had a forfeit for one reason or another, or matches were scheduled in a way that they couldn't follow through. Power's been going out, all that stuff. No big deal. Like, I would love to know if this was an actual matchup or a forfeit, but it seems weird that it would be two different leagues against two different opponents to get 2 owed by or to lose to, like, a 17th seed. So I, I hope that there's something there, or and it's just not that they were relaxing and just completely underestimated their opponents but first upset number two seed losing to the 31st seed like that's almost as unbelievable as if the number one seed would have lost to the 32nd seed like think about that that's that's kind of nuts oregon state university 15th seed took out ohio state university and that was a squads for both i believe yes it was and so Oregon State making a run in this in this playoff. Like they came out of nowhere this season. They had they didn't have a team last season. Or if they did, they were only in the open league. And honestly, I wasn't paying attention there. So my bad if that was the case. <laughs> but the fact that the, that they've come out and had such a strong showing in their first Premier League playoffs already to take out Ohio State, who's been competitive a very good competitive team the last two years. I think this is the 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 first year where they've really slumped and not been in kind of that top 10, top 15 situation. I mean, they're 18th. That's not terrible. But they've, they've definitely hit some rough patches across the league. So OSU doing the work, and now they get to fight U-D-E-M. U-D-E-M? U-D-E-M. 
I, I'm going to have to look that up. I, I want to know what what's up with that acronym. Sounds for them. familiar. But uh, I have to take Oregon State University. I've I've talked to those guys, and the their Call of Duty guys are just first class riot acts. So just hilarious guys, and their their leaders are top notch guys. So uh, I gotta the, go with them. The, the Ducks or something like that. Oregon yeah. Ducks. Or that's Oregon. Uh, yes. So these are Oregon's. Yeah, this is the Ducks. It's a. Uh... Universidad de Monterrey. Oh, okay. It's cool. a Mexican team? Wait, no. Sweet. That can't be right. Maybe? University, well... Yeah, it is. It's oh, a... Uh, uh, University, University of Montreal. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's in Mexico. No, not Monterey, Montreal, Canada. Never seen Montreal. Uh, I clicked oh, on the yes. match. And okay, it has a here flag. it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Montreal. That like that makes way more sense all of a sudden. Uh, but uh, so and when I think I have to think regionally when we start picking these teams like this. And if, if there's as close of a gap as I'm thinking that there is between 10th and 30th, I still have to ride Oregon State because they they just came out of nowhere. And this is the Beavers, sorry. Oregon University, Univers, University of Oregon is the Ducks. Oregon State is the Beavers. So actually, I haven't talked to these guys. I got it backwards. So I don't know who these guys are. They're just kicking ass, hands down. So um, I'm still going to go OSU. They've surprised me, and I, I got to cheer on this kind of nearly Cinderella run kind of deal. Who do you got? Um... um I think I'm also gonna go with with the ducks or not the ducks the the beavers. Got it. All right, Texas Tech University showing some promise, some signs of life after failing out of the CEAC Open League two to one over Broncos Esports Gold, which is pretty good. I mean, seventh seed Texas Tech over Bronco Esports. Uh, can't complain about that. I mean, that's a solid showing, two to one. Must have been a close match. And Texas Tech, as I've been saying from the beginning, you don't want to mess with teams in Texas. It's just mm -hmm. a bad move to mess with Texan esports, professional or collegiate. It's just a bad idea. So we get the glory of a round two Texas T sized showdown between texas tech seventh seed and 10th seed longhorn gaming after they knocked out new jersey institute of technology two to one in the first round so now we get a texas versus texas round and i don't know if we'll get that opportunity again i don't think we will so this is this is battle for supremacy in cr6 in Texas, this is this is for all all of the wide open spaces 
and <laughs> domain dominion over Texas and Rainbow Six. So, hey, no pressure, guys. It's fine. Uh, I I'm I have to go with Texas Tech. Yes, they dropped the match in CEA playoffs, but they made it to the open playoffs. Longhorn Gaming, they did. I don't think they did. I don't know if they've even participated in CEA, but the Longhorns have kind of had. I mean, they their loss. Whoever Texas Tech and Longhorn Gaming lost to, it would have just been just super close. And their round differentials are right next to each other. Their team ratings are probably real close to each other. I I just have to go to Texas Tech. Just yeah. Um, they're you said they're they're playing UT Longhorns. Yeah. Um, only because UT is my nemesis. I'm going to go with yeah the old the the old uh, Raider rashes. There you go. Texas University. Tech. Uh, we covered I'm going with Texas, yeah. Texas Tech. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So right now, our only... So we got Akron. Okay, so we got three matchups that we have different. So we're, we're doing pretty good so far. We're, we're going to make it count all the way to the end. Uh, UCF Black, UTSA, I already called that out. 2-0 for UCF. Illinois State, number 14, 2-1 over British Columbia, which is a little surprising to me. Granted... Illinois already had a higher seed. I just I I was I was registering UBC as a stronger competitive team, but apparently not. So UCF versus Illinois State, uh, three versus fourteenth. Ah man, that would be quite the upset. And seeing as they struggled against UBC with that one lo- one map lost, I'm still gonna have to go uh, UCF. Um, I you know I don't think uh, a two one score is really definitive of, of anything because that one loss could have been due to uh something like bugs or something like uh you know just silly things like crashes mid round or something. Mm, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go with the underdog here. I'm I'm gonna go with Illinois State. All right. Uh, and I mean, now when I look at that, possible matchups in, in the next round, CSULB or University of Kentucky. Kentucky surprised me. I mean, again, they kind of, it's another one of those teams that just have had a great showing during this playoff. Uh, they beat Michigan State 27th seed 2-0. to And so Kentucky has absolutely earned their sixth seed over and over and over. They played... Some of the hardest opponents in a th- as a three and one team, they had some of the most success as a three and one team. All of their loss must have been really close. The round differentials must have been really high for the times that they won. So I mean, they're they're sitting pretty good uh, in terms of understanding, but they are going to have to play CSULB, who two to one, your Texas A and M Maroon squad. So. Oh, that was 11th seed versus 22nd seed. And that, that one's got to hit a little close to home because, I mean, CSULB and Texas A&M have had a little bit of a rivaled history back and forth over the, over the seasons. 
And I believe this matchup actually kind of breaks the tie between the two. So I think this is three rounds for CSULB, or three matches CSULB, two matches Texas A&M. So might be setting up a bit of a uh, back-and-forth history to, to keep an eye on. <laughs> Probably. But unfortunately, that does mean that is the end of the road for the last for the other Texas Texas based team. And had they survived Wait, I thought I thought CSU LB beat uh the A and M Yeah. Oh did C- they beat Maroon? They did beat yeah, Maroon. Yeah, they did beat Maroon. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was just saying Texas A and M was the third and the the third Texas team in the playoffs, and they were the first ones to go. That's what I was trying to say. I, I got I got to say that I'm a little disappointed at that because uh, they were pretty dang easy last time we played them. So <laughs> um, well, I don't know what happened to these new players that they brought onto the team, but well, I mean, it's, a it's probably it's a combination of Texas A and M maybe getting a little bit weaker. And I mean, as you said, you didn't know what their scrim schedules were like or how hard they were going mm-hmm. at it. And then CSULB, I mean, they took a little bit of a dive in the fall and maybe they just, they found a new fragger. They found a, a, a new piece that was working better for them. And CSULB has been present in all in this league and CEA and very clearly showing off that they're top talent team. I mean, CSULB mm-hmm. was... Fourth seed, I believe, in CEA. Take a look at that. Uh, yeah, fourth seed. I just closed everything. I did not want to do that. <laughs> My bad, folks. We will get back to the show momentarily. Of course. <laughs> I'm good at this game, and I failed. There we go. All right. So then, who is your pick for University of Kentucky, sixth seed, or CSULB, 11th seed? Let's go with Kentucky. All right, you're going Kentucky just as I was going to go for the underdog because I believe that fourth seed in CSULB or in uh, CEA means a lot here. I think that that, they might've had a slip up, had dropped them to 11th. I mean, that probably would have been a loss in one of the earlier rounds and they just never got to make up for it because they never got to play those opponents who just kept winning. So I think that that's probably what ducked them down lower than they should be. So I'm going to hope on that, but Kentucky certainly is going to be a stout opponent for them. So we have the Premier League wrapped up and ready to go. We have some really exciting matches to watch, uh, specifically CU Boulder Black, KSU, uh, Grand Canyon University, and Mississippi State, two teams that, like, one team that's been consistently there in that top 10 and another team coming out of nowhere um, but just putting rubber to the road and making ends meet. And then, of course, the Texas showdown. I'm excited about that one. That would be one to rally folks around to enjoy a good 
uh, launch party with. So that's it for CR6. Whew. That's a lot of matches, man. I'm so glad I get to see it all is. this. Like, I will, yeah. if I, I'm, I'm going to take like a week off at some point and I'm just going to cruise through all of these VODs and I'm going to be building out that dream spreadsheet. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. So that's to look forward to at the beginning of next season. Now we have more matches, more matches. I'm not going to. So these are the CRSL uh, College Rainbow Six League. I'm not going to go over the week seven matchups because with how they were making up matches, it was really difficult to figure out which matches actually made an impact onto the playoffs and when that should have impacted things and when all the matches were going out. So it was just a little crazy to organize and figure out which matches really mattered and which ones didn't. So we're just going to look at the playoff brackets. Now we have groups three and four and groups one and two. This is groups three and four. Uh, kind of like how CEA has their branches in the four quadrants of the tournament. That's how we're breaking it up. But three and four are just the right half of the bracket. Then they have a... Um, it's a double elimination style bracket so we will see how this plans or plays out but we have already some recognizable names here already knocked out wisconsin red northern arizona university uh cgcuicsol thank god they're knocked out so i never have to say that acronym again for the rest of the season and texas tech Gosh dang it, we both picked Texas Tech in our CR6 bracket. So let's hope that they can do something here. But Texas Tech University lost to FIU 2-0. Auburn, over the top of that acronym, I refuse to say one more time, 2-0 again. <laughs> University of Utah, a, a underdog for certain that I have not seen in any other league in the playoffs. So they're making a run for it and between qualifying as one of the top four teams in their division having survived was one of the top four finishers for their trial and now here they are taking out university of, or wisconsin red team that just seems to have slumped in the playoffs and in their last few weeks of competition i mean we're getting to that point where endurance is a big deal i know a lot of people both when i was playing traditional sports and a lot of people when they're participating in long seasons they just want to be done, especially in high school and college. Like mm -hmm. they want to go and be done and go do other things. Like there's more to their lives than these things, except for the most obsessive and the ones who really want to go pro. So to see Wisconsin red floundering at the end, I, to me, this is just like an endurance thing. They have to get their mindset back in it to be able to last this long across all the leagues that they were in. I, I would need to see if they were in, I'm pretty sure they were in all three, um, CEA, CR6, and CRSL. So uh, I know they were in at least two of them, probably the third one even. So actually, I think I do know that. Uh, where were they? No? Okay, maybe they didn't make it to the Open League. Wisconsin Red. Okay, maybe. I'm wrong. My bad. Uh, so, 
Coming up next, we have FIU versus Auburn University. Um, I, I, I'm just going to take FIU. Like, this just seems like a, a no-brainer to me. Auburn, as much as they've earned their spot here, as much as they too owed the acronym team, that must not be named, uh, <laughs> I, I just have so much more faith in the, what is it, the third seed overall uh from cea open league and the history of them participating versus auburn who i know has had some tough goes the last couple of seasons so i have to go fiu okay uh um i'll probably do the same yeah it'd be free money if you were handing out auburn wins <laughs> I, I'm just I'm starting to trash talk now just because you know what why the hell not uh, University of Utah versus Akron sorry there, there's no upsets here Akron knows every strategy every play and University of Utah who's not in any other league probably under scheduling scrims and Assuming that they're not also trying to do the Challenger League thing like Akron, I have a hard time believing that a Cinderella run against Akron is actually a thing unless they were unless they made it all the way to the finals. But that's not going to happen. So I still have to go Akron. Okay. Um. Well, I didn't choose Akron, so I couldn't really choose Akron, man, couldn't I? Wait, what? You said Akron in the end. Is, is that what you're choosing? Yeah, that's who I chose in the end. I mean, you could certainly choose them again. We got plenty of matches to be deciders. Um. Fuck. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a hard one. Um, I mean, now, just to remember, like, this is a double elimination tournament. So Wisconsin Red, Northern Arizona, the team that must not be named, and Texas Tech University are still in the running. They're just going to have to make a loser bracket run. So Utah could take out uh, Texas Tech and or the team that must not be named and mm -hmm. then win against Wisconsin Red again or maybe Northern Arizona University and make that run against Auburn and then even Akron again or FIU. So there's a chance for a rematch for all of this to happen. So if you don't get it right the first time, there is opportunity for the second time. Um, you know, I'm going to go with Akron because the only reason I say that is because they won all three leagues last season, and I I can't I couldn't see them not winning one more time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is because it's also a smaller set of teams, and I mean, let's let's if we go back, go back to the group stage. Akron actually finished second. They dropped a map. They dropped a game. Who did they drop that game to? Uh, Akron. FIU. So 
that is how that planned out or played out. And if if you, Akron and FIU each win, they get a rematch of the one match that Akron has lost in this league. And then whoever wins that and whoever loses that, they still have a chance to run it back and play for a third time in this league, which would be a I think that would be a phenomenal way to end this. Like if you're not going to have top seed versus bottom seed kind of deal or Mm -hmm. some sort of revenge grudge match, it might as well be the teams who have split their confrontations one each and then winner takes all and literally have it be the grand finale. Like, I think that would be a great way to finish the season. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Uh, going on into the first round of losers brackets matches, Texas Tech University versus the team that must not be named. <laughs> it's going to be Texas Tech because, one, I chose them in CR6, and two, I don't want to have to keep saying either the acronym or the team that must not be named. I'm done. No. This is the line in the sand. That team is done. I refuse. <laughs> now, UIC, like, they, they've done their work. Like, UIC, they ended up second in their group, uh, just under University of Utah, which is still just blowing my mind. And who did University of Utah lose to? They lost to Northern Arizona University, which just blows my mind that that's a thing. I hate that. I hate that they lost that. Ugh. It just... Mm. I don't know why that sets me off. It just does. There's something about Northern Arizona that's just been a thorn in my side this season. Just as I try and predict things or look at things. So I'm going Texas Tech and Wisconsin Red. Just to get the two, the two teams that are rubbing me the wrong way out of the way. It's Wisconsin Red versus Northern Arizona University. Both, and I will say, both Wisconsin Red and Northern Arizona had their moments. They had flashes in the pan, and then they just like when they've lost, they've lost. Like, how did you lose that? I don't understand that. Oh, or they just they were just up against a team like Akron, and it's just like, okay, top tier team versus you, and it's like, okay, I know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and after seeing some of the performances, like in some of the vods, you can just tell those teams that are super tight with their coordination or their communication, or the ones that are just straight up frag powers. And Wisconsin has a bit of both. But again, they have to be on the right map at the right round with the right advantage. And same goes for Arizona. And I, I honestly believe that Arizona is probably the weaker of the two teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in in the college leagues, it is, it's very apparent. It's like there are three types of teams uh, in the college leagues. I mean, I guess you could apply it to any league. Um, but there are, but it's, it's, it is the most distinct uh like difference in, in, in the college leagues there's the there's the actual coordinated teams mm-hmm. there are the we don't have strats but we can frag out teams <laughs> they just run in and they just kill everyone and then there's the um uncoordinated unfragging uh teams <laughs> <laughs> the the casual teams and, yeah it's like it's it's like the uh like the low end the mid range and the high end you know the the un, the, un, the uncoordinated 
uh, unfragging, there's the fragging, and then there's the coordinated and fragging. <laughs> right. Uh, but and, and you can you you can definitely tell uh, mm -hmm. and watching some of the college league teams like which one is like that that type of team. They're just they're all they all fall into one category. <laughs> it's funny because it's like you get the same personalities and team personalities and traits that you see in the pro league. It's just that they're almost caricatures of them and they're more exaggerated, <laughs> more extreme than like the pro league teams. Yeah. Uh, okay, so between Texas Tech and the team that must not be named, who do you who's your pick? Let's go with Tech. Okay. Just uh, put some faith in my fellow Texans. There you go. Uh, and then Wisconsin Red versus Northern Arizona University. I'll let you pick first. You said Northern Arizona versus who? Wisconsin Red. Let's go with the uh, the cheese heads. <laughs> All right, I know I said Wisconsin is probably the stronger team out of the two, and NAU is the weaker team. But I want to. You went out and you picked the underdog in the Akron versus Louisiana matchup. The least I can do is pick an underdog in a place where I know I'm getting myself into some hairy situation, but. If Northern Arizona has learned anything from their losses this season across all the leagues and through some of the drama that they've been a part of and through all of the team building that they've gone through to be this far in this many leagues and represent their school and everything, I, there's, there's got to be respect there for them. And knowing that it will be a tight match, I just think Wisconsin has them on the ropes. I'm still going to go... Northern Arizona University. One, it's the underdog. It's the least I can do to make this bracket a little more fair. But I think Wisconsin Red has been just down in the dumps, and they may have a harder time pulling out of it. And Northern mm -hmm. Arizona, I hope, I want them to want to win. I want them to want to pull out of this slump. So I'm going to go NAU. Uh, that's it for one bracket. <laughs> So many matches, man. And th this oh, no. is this is the playoffs. We're not doing this for every single week because, I mean, 70 plus. That would be like 80, 90 matches a week if we were trying to report on all those. This, <laughs> this is the least we can do. An hour-long episode of SportsCenter. This works. Where it's just scores upon scores upon scores. Uh, I, if any of the teams do happen to listen to the podcast or are in either chat, I would love to talk to you. And if syntax is time, maybe run some interviews himself. But yeah, for me, absolutely. I would love to talk with any of these teams that are in these playoff situations. Or if your matches just ended, let's talk. Let's let's talk about your college Rainbow Six League experience or your CR, uh, CR6 League experience or your CEA League experience. We want to know. We want to get to know the players and the teams more so we have better context on this. And do your schools a favor and share what's going on uh, mm -hmm. on the podcast to make people know that your team is participating and challenging and competitive everyone else out there. This is not a triple a school versus triple a school kind of environment this is anyone and everyone who is a good player 
and a good team together can place and fight against the biggest of colleges out there in North America. So pay attention, share, make everyone aware of your school's esports program and teams. But with that, we have a few more matches to talk about. Uh, we had Sheridan College. Now Sheridan was was the number one team, seven and O in this division. And who did they lose to? They lost to LSU. LSU was the bottom tier to qualify from the other from Group uh, Two. So this is literally a one versus eighth place matchup and LSU won two to zero. Sheridan is out and done. Your number one seed on the left bracket gone. Just wow. kind of nuts. LSU, I mean LSU, they were part of that group of death that we were talking about. Yeah. When you come back down here to this to this group, UTSA or UTSA, Charger Blue, so you uh, University of Alabama Huntsville. Charger Blue, Texas A&M Maroon, and LSU. Those were the four qualifying teams. That group of death is scary. It was three five and two teams and one four and three team that qualified. Now there was a tie for uh, fourth place at four and three, but Louisiana Lafayette, another Louisiana team, just couldn't pull it out. Like there was a difference in. Uh, Overall points, it looks like. I can't. I don't know. There's a points differential between the two of them, and it looks like that was the decider. But for LSU to take out Sheridan, that's a huge deal. And and actually, if we look at this, this just completely proves my point about this being the group of death. Every single one of the group two teams won their matchup. LSU beat Sheridan, Charger Blue beat Wilfred Laurier, UTSA beat New York Tech, and Texas A&M Maroon beat Miami University. Group 2 just wiped the map with Group 1. So your loser brackets are matchups that we have already seen before. Let's go back to this. New York Tech versus Miami. How did that one play out? New York Tech versus Miami. New York Tech. New York Tech. Tech Miami won that seven to three, and these were best of ones. So seven to three, and a best of one. Not a good, not a good sign for New York Tech to know that they're playing that same matchup now. Uh, Sheridan versus Wilfred Laurier, and I believe because Sheridan was seven and zero, they've already lost or they've already beaten Wilfred Laurier. So you have history set up to repeat itself once again. Uh, this is kind of, un and with this being the case of how group two won all of round one, we can also look into round two and see who won against each other in that previous matchup. So, uh, LSU was at LSU versus charger blue. Mm -hmm. uh, where is this? This is kind of messy. Uh, LSU versus charger blue, charger blue. 8-6 over LSU. And UTSA and NM Maroon. Uh, I gotta find one of them. Uh, down here. Uh, NM 
versus LSU. Or did I say LSU? Yeah. Uh, LSU won seven to one. So, or sorry, not LSU, A&M and UTSA. A&M, UTSA also won seven to five. So, some losses for uh, A&M Maroon to correct and try and rectify and make sure that history is not repeating itself in Group B as Group B takes the winner's bracket by storm. So, LSU versus Charger Blue. Who do you have? I'm going to be on the LSU bus, like, from here on. Like, they just took out the number one seed. I want to see a Cinderella story. I want to see mm -hmm. the, bo the bottom team from the two groups just go on to make it to the championship. Um. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to be with you on that one. Now, I, I mean, I, I'm lumping them up like Charger Blue, LSU, UTSA, Texas A&M, Maroon, Group of Death, hands down. This is not the group that you want to be playing, and when you have to stack these groups against mm -hmm. these teams against each other these are going to be explosive matches LS, lsu charger blue gonna be phenomenal utsa over AM maroon like just going to be precise and measured it's going it oh my god these are matches i want to see so if you find out when AM is playing please let me know i want to watch these matches yeah um actually i'm I will talk to one of the players tonight because Great. I'll be playing Tarkov with him later. So nice. I'll, f I'll find out when the matches are. Great. Uh, so then I'm assuming you have to go Texas A&M for your pick between UTSA and A&M. Yeah, I'm going to go with A&M uh, versus UT. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, hmm. Hmm. Uh, Sorry, I want to win. I'm going to go UTSA. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Sheridan versus Wilfred Laurier. I mean, th this is stacking up against Wilfred Laurier. I mean, they've already played once. Sheridan won. Sheridan was upset by a group of death team. I think they're going to... They might have been punched in the face, but they're not done. I think Sheridan is just going to stomp all over Wilford Warrior if we go back to that matchup. Yeah, it was 7-2 to two the last time that they played in round one of the group stages. Excuse me. So I went Sheridan. You can join me, or you can really risk it all and go for the underdog who's already lost to this team once before. Go who was the first underdog. name again? So you said uh, it was... Sheridan College versus Wilfred Warrior. Um, I'm going to go with Sheridan. Yeah. Uh, New York Tech versus Miami University. 
I I'm honest, with New York. Okay, you're. I see. I was waffling on it. I really was. Um, I. They last played each other. So the, if they played in order, which not a lot of these matches were in order, New York New York Tech lost seven to three against Miami University, and overall Miami was six and one over New York Tech's four and three. I do, I, do, I mean, I really want New York Tech to pull out a win. I want them to do it, but the stats just aren't there. Miami only lost to Sheridan. Sheridan lost to LSU. Which, I mean, that's the bottom of the other team, or the other group. Ah. It, see, if this was Wilford Warrior versus New York Tech, I would take New York Tech. But 6-1. and one. Uh. Yeah, I gotta take Miami. It's... I don't. I feel like I've neglected Miami overall. I, I'm sure that they're in CR6 and probably CEA Open, but I just don't remember seeing them, and I don't remember seeing much about them. So this could be the case of this is a team that made it into the trials, and they've just not been exposed to a team that's really stronger than them until they've gotten to the finals, where they lost to A&M already. I, can, I mean, shoot, man. New York Tech took a map off of UTSA, and A&M just stomped Miami. And I'm saying UTSA is a stronger team over A&M. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll let this one be a, a differentiator. So I'm starting to have second, second thoughts about Miami, but I'll keep my pick for now. Okay. Uh, is that it? That's it. That's it for the week. Man. So many that was matches. a lot of matches. That's so many matches. Now, and actually, we have the last one to pick. We didn't do our pick. Akron versus RIT in the CEA Grand Finals. Akron versus RIT? Yeah. Number one seed versus number two seed. <sighs> That's what I... That is a... That's a good question, right? Yeah. I mean, before we pick, let me let me I'm go gonna, to. I'll go to I'm, CRC. I'm personally gonna go with Akron just because they're def they're the defending champs. Yep, makes sense. Um, but it is totally possible for RIT to steal it from them. Yeah, I mean, Akron has dropped a few maps or a few games. They've lost a couple. Not to say that they had to be perfect in their run, and the fact that they've probably lost one game collectively per each league which is a lot to say um i want to look up one thing real quick i was hoping to find out if rit even played in cr6 this season does not appear that they did no they did not so we have very little data on them as to how they perform. Interesting. Okay, well, that's something to think about. Um, without knowing anything about RIT, but knowing that they made a strong 
run and being the second seed overall. But they are against Akron, and Akron has shown absolutely zero signs of slowing down. They might have hit a speed bumper along the way with losing a map or two, but RIT would have had to have lost as well. And with the sheer amount of games that Akron is playing, I definitely think Akron is still in the running. Um, hmm. We do have uh Well, we need one more match. All right, I'll go RIT. I want. I want to show some respect to the team that can claim second place overall, and just knowing how tight that these matches can get. And with a curated league, much like CEA, it would be easy to understand that uh, they they vetted teams who are of comparable skill. So, and RIT has proven that they've gotten there. So, hey. Maybe we're seeing the dethroning of a champion with this, and maybe this will feed Akron to lose to Louisiana, to lose to their opponents in CRSL. We will have to wait until next week. Juicy Joseph 11 in chat. Reading now, RIT dead, Pog. There you <laughs> go. Akron fans showing up, or maybe just some rivals of RIT. We will have to see how that goes. But that is your matches and part one of the playoffs in college Rainbow Six. Who boy, that's a lot of matches. Yeah, that's a lot of matches. So much to say and so much to learn. Uh I honestly, once this league once these leagues are done for the season. Oh, he's an Akron player, of course. There we go. <laughs> uh well, good luck in your matches. You've got quite the battle ahead of you in all three leagues and between the stamina to do that and still be a student overall and be winning every damn match it's damn impressive juicy joseph so good luck to you and your team thanks for hopping in and chat definitely appreciate it leave a message on the podcast that goes for juicy joseph and all of those listening leave a message for the podcast with your picks how you disagree with me or syntax and how you call out my favoritism for my podcast guests uh that's entirely up to you so leave messages anchor.fm slash check your six slash message let me know your picks let us know your picks and find out who's going to be right overall you all have access to the brackets again send in your picks i want to know i want to see who's better at picking collegiate winners you the former player syntax or the washed out competitive gamer now game developer and esports podcaster because he missed his calling <laughs> hosts show who's better i mean i i'm on the verge of being a boomer so damn i, I mean that's that's my rep now so are you really going to let me show you up am i really going to know collegiate esports better than you you shouldn't want that. No one should want that. No one should want to lose to me in that regard. So that's all I have. If you want to reach out to me either to schedule an interview or just to talk and shoot the shit about matches that happened, you can find me on social media at Warlocker Call on pretty much every social media platform out there. Uh, and Syntax, how about you? Where can My folks socials. find you? Yeah. My socials is uh, Twitter is at SyntaxGG. Um, 
you gotta add the two G's, otherwise I don't think you'll find me. But uh, and then my YouTube, where you can find all my Rainbow Six Siege uh, tips and tricks and stuff like that, is uh, YouTube.com/syntaxgg. Um, and then also my Twitch, except there's an underscore, so it'd be Twitch.tv/syntax_gg, and then that's it. There you go. And if if you want to direct your message to Syntax on the podcast, by all means, or you can leave him a message on his socials. So that's what we've got. There's thankfully less matches to keep track of and things to think about for the next week as teams are being eliminated left, right, and center. I'm sure that right now, every time you hear a round end, a team has been eliminated from their Rainbow Six playoff dreams. So just think <laughs> about that when you're playing later tonight or tomorrow morning. So I will catch you all in chat for these streams going on this week. I am doing my best to be in as many streams as possible. Give a shout out to the podcast if you can. Give it a listen and send your messages, whether you're a student, a player, a captain, a captain for another team that has a school in this tournament, leave your messages. I want to hear a whole bunch of support for your teams. Get them to fill my inbox. I will make an entire podcast episode or mini episodes that's just with teams shouting out their support for each other and moving on and cheering on collegiate esports as a whole. So with that, we are a long episode again. Thank you for bearing with it, and thank you for tuning in. Juicy Joseph, thanks for popping in. Definitely appreciate it, and good luck to Akron going forward. But we will catch you all maybe in just a few days if we can get our stuff together and have a Thursday podcast. <laughs> yeah, we will be on time this Thursday. I, pro I guarantee it. Okay, there we go. We have promises. We will do this. All right. With that, we will see you all in just a few days. Later.